Hi everyone, welcome to Philosophical Teens. My name is Melody and I'm your co-host. And once again, I am here with my co-host, Christine, and two amazing guests. Guys, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, um, my name is Katar. Um, I'm 16 years old. Uh, a little bit about me is that uh, I really like poetry. Um, I have a podcast called Just My Two Cents where usually poets will come like every Sunday, I call it like a slam Sunday, and then they perform their poetry um, about usually social justice, which is something I'm passionate about. And um, yeah, I really like just like any part of the arts. So I'll pass it on to Fatima. Yeah, hi there, I'm Fatima. I'm 14 years old and a longevity and sustainable fashion enthusiast. I just wrapped up a project where I was researching the grandmother hypothesis where um, it was basically a study of why women live past the point of menopause. Um, yeah, and so that's a bit about me. <laughs> that is amazing. I really want to hear about the, men the menopause, um, sorry, the grandmother um, theory. That sounds really interesting. Um, you guys should check them out. They're really amazing, and they're working on, really, on some really cool stuff. I'm really interested about the podcast as well, my two cents. Um, that being said, Today, we're going to be asking you guys a bunch of different questions. Let's dive into it, shall we? Um, my first point, uh, my first question is, is there such a thing as truth? And is it a rel um, relevant or is it rel relative or subjective? Katara, do you want to take this one? Mm -hmm. OK. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Fatima. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so is there such thing as truth or is it like relative slash subjective? Um, like, uh, like these questions are like thoughts I have every day. <laughs> so I think when I think about the truth, um, well, okay, when you say like the truth, it's really a lot of like what society deems as true. Um, like a lie is just you lying to yourself. Or lying about, like, say I say, um, I wore a dress yesterday, but I didn't wear a dress. That's a lie. That's not the truth. Um, but is it relative or subjective? I don't know. I want to hear more of your insights, uh, all of you guys, just because I don't know if I've formed an opinion on that yet. I think in the definition sense of truth, there definitely is such a thing. But to certain degrees it comes to certain or sorry to certain people it comes to certain degrees right like there's no one level where we can be like yes this is the truth and this is not the truth right um and i think that's a very difficult situation to handle um just in anyone's case um and so i definitely think that with truth it's a tricky thing to teach but it's also a tricky thing to learn how to do almost if that makes sense it does to me. I think that in kind of like how Fatima said, there definitely like there's a definition and it's definitely a thing. But in the sense of like relativity, almost, you know, it kind of depends on the perspective of the person. You know, I have my truth and you have your own. But what it might actually be in reality might be completely different. So I think it's definitely subjective to the person or relative to the person. Um, but it can definitely be different for every person, even though we're all thinking and looking at the exact same. That makes a lot of sense. I generally have not formed an opinion on this, so 
I will not be commenting on this question. I think I could like add to that just from hearing your insights and stuff. I think um, honestly, truth is, in my opinion, relative. It's based, it's dependent on the person or the person's perspective. Um, you know, like you, it doesn't even need to be a person. It can just be a whole society. Like um, if it's, if a society thinks that this is true, then it's true to them. Maybe, maybe Christine, that's what you meant by subjective. Um, but yeah, I guess I'll, different societies uphold different beliefs, meaning that some things, if they do have certain beliefs, then maybe sometimes like in corrupt societies, they would, um, they would maybe uh, try to make something look like it's a lie or a true or the truth, but that would be in itself, in of itself, a lie, right? Um, so when I think of truth, I guess it's really just like yes or no, maybe not subjective, um, because yeah, society can like mess things up and people can have different beliefs, but it's really like, you know, when you say, are you saying the truth? It's not really supposed to be super complicated. It's just like, am I lying or not, you know? Um, so to me, it's just, it's really just a yes or no answer. Interesting. Katar, I like you brought up the point of society, right? Mm -hmm. And so really lying is just something that we as a society created, right? Someone started saying like something that they like they that they didn't do. Um, and so like stuff like that, right? And so do you think as like all of you, do you think as a, a society, if we all told the truth and we basically had no knowledge of lying that was not something in our perspective do you think we would just be like used to harsh truths or things like that Ooh, um you know that reminds me of like when people say should you like if someone asks you uh what do you think of my of what i'm wearing today and you just want to say the truth which is like you know you don't really look nice but you also don't want to be mean so you try to like, or you you just don't want to offend them. So you try to like lie, you know, like white, little white lies. Um, yeah. yeah, like the way that our society has made, like just saying white lies is like saying they're, it's okay to do it. So I think that like, sometimes we justify lies or like, like when you say if we had no knowledge of lying, um, would we would we be harsh or like, would we just harshly say the truth? I don't think so. Cause I think like the emotional part of our brain is like, ah, I'm scared to like hurt this person's feelings. So maybe I think like lying is part of human nature. Um, I think that like, th I, I don't think anyone in the world exists that hasn't at least said one lie in their life. Like, I'm sure all of you have at least said one lie. Um, and, um so yeah I don't maybe it's maybe I take back what I said about society creating it maybe it's just us each of us we create lies and we justify them by being like well I don't want to hurt that person's feelings or um it's for the best or it's just a white lie you know absolutely I mean um when people are honest like 100% honest like no filter honest we call those people rude right um yeah. So when when people are like, oh my god, you you like to lie a lot. Well, I'm lying because I don't want to be called rude. Um, which also brings us to my next question: Is it always wrong to lie? And when 
when, if ever, is it okay to lie? Um, so I like how we went there. So when do you guys feel it is okay to lie? Like, what? Give me specific situations if you're comfortable in which you have lied in, or in which you feel like it is okay to lie in. Wait, I just like before we go to that question, I just wanted to say it's kind of unfair how society like they demonize people that lie, but then if they said the truth, the society would demonize them too because then they're being too harsh. So it's like there's no win-win. Yeah, there there never is a win-win. <laughs> um, which is a whole other topic on its own, in my opinion. But yeah, is it always wrong to lie? Uh, Fatima, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll share a story. It was so I I've been living in the house that I'm currently in for like nine ish years, but before that, we lived in an apartment, right? <laughs> and so when I I used to really not like these certain types of cucumbers. And so when I, <laughs> this is such a stupid story, but whenever I wanted, didn't like my mom would give them to me and I didn't want to eat them, I would throw them under the couch. And so, and so <laughs> I used to like tell my mom, like, yeah, I totally ate all my cucumbers, right? When they would be like found weeks later under the couch. And so I think as a kid, you don't really realize the depth of lying because all of your lies are like about cucumbers underneath the couch right but when it becomes as an adult like say you're in a a romantic relationship with someone and it comes to the point where you're lying about how you feel or you're sort of um like not being totally communicative and I think at that point it becomes a very big problem because I think at that point at a lot of points when we try to lie when we're adults and knowing uh, these sorts of things, it's it's more like we're afraid to be vulnerable and we're afraid to show our opinions a lot of the time, right? Um, so I think I think that's a big thing. And I, I do think that when you're older and you understand why lying about topics that have a great meaning to them are very um, disruptive, I think that's when it's it becomes a problem but then like lying about someone's dress i don't know like i don't think that's a big deal because i if they're feeling confident in it then i'm totally happy for them Um, yeah that makes a lot of sense especially about the dress i I don't know where i watched this or where i learned it i think it was um i i think it was somewhere on the ellen shore i'm not really sure and um this woman so ellen asked this this man um, if you saw someone that wasn't looking um, good in a dress and they asked you how they looked, what would, what would your response be? And so this guy came out and said, first of all, I'll ask them how they felt in that dress and how did they think they look in it. And if they feel like they felt good in it, if they feel like they could take over the world in it, then um, he wouldn't say they looked bad in it. And I think that's really important because why does my opinion matter if you're feeling so confident in that piece of clothing, right? Um, I like that response about if you don't really care if they um, if the dress doesn't look good on them or not, if they feel like it's okay. But about the lies, yeah, especially in relationships, I think that you could um, you could definitely take lying into a, like a whole other level. Like, I know a lot of people that lie about who they are, what their interests are, in, just so other people would like them. Um, I don't think that is okay. I mean, if you want others to like you, just be yourself. If they don't like you for who you are, 
um, then I don't think that relationship is going anywhere anyway. So it's better to cut those ends before they go too far, in my opinion. But what do you guys think? Um, I think, okay, what I think, is it always wrong to lie? I think, uh, no, I think that's my first response. Just because I think the only time it's exempt, or one of the only times, you guys can feel free to change my mind, um, is when it's a life or death situation. Uh, I think the fact that that guy would lie, if depending on how that person feels, I probably, I'm not going to lie, I probably, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but I would not trust them just because, like, I'm asking you for your opinion, and, um, like, if you're, it's almost like the person is, like, they're, like, pivoting, or, like, they, they really, like, I get that they're doing it because they probably don't want to hurt my feelings or my confidence, but the fact that I asked you that means I have to come to, like, I already came to the, um, to the, perspective or I already accepted my responsibility of asking you that question of being like this may hurt my feelings so it's it's kind of the person's fault like if 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 what I'm saying hurts you well you asked for it or you asked my opinion um but I don't know like yeah maybe if someone told me that and they looked really confident like it would hurt my heart to say something bad and I'd like pretend maybe but yeah I mean, a lot of people don't have the CKS mindset. The CKS mindset, this is what I refer to almost all of the mindsets that I've ever learned from CKS, is um, learn to ask, like when when you ask people something, don't be afraid of the truth, don't, you know, you ask the question, so obviously you want a truthful response. But a lot of people in the world don't have that mindset yet. They, They ask questions expecting an answer. Like they already know what they want to expect. So yes like i know it's they asked for you to tell them how you felt about the dress but how did they feel in the dress because when they go out there you're not the one that's with them right you're not the one that's like standing with them and yeah the world might judge them but who cares what they're wearing apart from them if they feel good in it why would i care um how they look in it is my overall opinion on that how do you guys feel about like the whole life or death thing? Do you think that's the only time lies should be like okay to say? Like it's for example, if you if you lie to to like a murderer and they're like, is there anyone else upstairs? I'm only gonna kidnap you and your little sister's upstairs. You're not gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna. I can't lie. <laughs> I can't lie. My sister's upstairs. Gonna take her. So you're gonna obviously lie because like you don't want anything to happen to her or like. You don't know what the this person could do. So, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I just think it's like life or death or like a super good reason where it's threatening someone. Katara, yeah. I don't know about you, but if anything, my sister's going down first, so <laughs> I'm safe upstairs. <laughs> um, I mean, in a perfect world, I would agree with um, lying only in a life and death situation, but that is definitely not the world that we live in. Um, but yeah, definitely, if, if that was the scenario, without a shadow of a doubt, I would lie. Um, I would think about it, but I would lie. <laughs> um, yeah, like I feel like the main reason why people lie or like their justification these days would be like, I was trying to protect them. And it could be, like, in any scenario, like, it could be in a life or death scenario, it can be, like, in a, I was trying to emotionally protect them, I was trying to physically protect them, whatever it may be, 
So I feel like, I don't know, no matter what, they'll find some kind of excuse to lie, even if it isn't a life or death situation. Um, Because no matter what, I feel like we're always going to think I lied to protect them. So that's like a good enough justification, I feel, for like just about anybody to lie. Yeah, actually, like, yeah, you kind of changed my mind now, because I, I, like, when you were saying that, I thought of, like, a time where um, I lied to, like, one of my, uh, like, really close friends, because I didn't want to hurt their feelings about something, and it was, like, um, it just happened recently, and then they, they, um, yeah, so, so, like, yeah, kind of, like, hypocrisy a little bit, but, like, still, I, I think, yeah, like maybe humans just do find excuses for like protection. But like if someone like said, um, oh, I lied to the bank, like I stole, like you stole a bunch of money and then the police like, did you take it or not? Like, yes or no. And you're like, um, no, I didn't take it. You the Could that person be like, um, oh, I'm just trying to protect myself or like, can we always use the, the, the thought of protection? We can, but we shouldn't. Um, it can always be used in any single scenario. Why didn't you eat your cucumbers? Well, I was trying to protect myself <laughs> because I know I was getting a whooping if I if I did, if I put them under the couch, you know, or I knew I was going to get punishment if I put them under the couch. There is always a reason why we lie, and that can always be turned into a, an excuse with the right wording. That is always going to be an option, but I don't think it is. Um, I don't think it's supposed to be like that. I think the world is broken. Humans are broken. They are, they are flawed. Um, they're, <laughs> they're not perfect, obviously. So there's always going to be an excuse as to why people lied. Always. Like, whether it be... In fact, their excuse could even be lies. That is oh my fascinating. God, yeah. <laughs> but, um, like, what happens if um, if you... Uh, wait, like, what happens if you lie and then, because now I'm trying to find a middle ground, but, like, can we just, like, maybe... What about, like, omitting the truth? How do you guys feel about that? Do you guys count that as lying? Because I feel like at that, at that point, it's not considered lying, but are you really giving your true, your true opinion or whatever? I like admitting the truth. It's, um... <laughs> It is a, it, I, I believe it's a middle ground between lying and telling the truth because you're telling them what they want to hear, which is half true. There's not just, they just haven't asked for the other half. So you're giving them one shoe and um, you've not told them that there's, there's another shoe that's dropping. Oh um, so I, I like, I like that. It's kind of a middle ground. Yeah. But what if, um, what if, <laughs> what if you not lying? has severe consequences. Like, I get that we probably shouldn't use the protective, like, I'm just protecting them, I'm just protecting myself, or, like, this might happen. But, like, what happens if, by you saying that lie, you're, you're being complicit in something that's going on? Or, or, yeah. So, like, for me, like, this is a rule that I always follow, like, 24-7. Like, I don't like lying because I generally feel that when I lie, it always comes to bite me back later on. Yeah. So, like, what I do, I always say white lies. Like, I find loopholes in every single thing people can say. And that's why exactly. I'm not, like, I just say white lies. Like, if someone asks you, like, hey, like, did you do the dishes? Like, they never specified when, never specified which time. 
So obviously you can say yeah, two years ago. I, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like for me that's like good enough because I'm not lying because I never specified. So I'm saying the truth to something, you know? So well that's admitting the truth though. So it a white lie is admitting the truth. You, they asked you and you're giving them half the information. Yes, you washed the dishes. When did I wash the dishes? Well now I can tell you the truth or now I can lie. Um so that that is kind of the middle ground of that, that is a nice rule to follow finding loopholes oh my god i love finding loopholes i don't like lying either um it, it, like i can't sleep sometimes depending on who i like to um but when you find a nice loophole it's just really good <laughs> yeah do you know what that reminds me of um i remember when i was young i had like gummy bears or like, you know, the halal version. <laughs> but I had like a bunch of candy. And um, I remember like I was eating it with uh, like a uh, like a family member of mine. And um, my mom told us like we couldn't have, no, my mom didn't know. And then like I was talking to him about it and I was like, oh my gosh, we need to go like, we're, we're lying. But then he was like, well, she never knew about it. So how is that a lie? if that makes any sense because like um, it does yeah <laughs> yeah because it's like she, we were not allowed to have it but like she never knew so it's like I was a very like I learned a lesson from that and yeah I found a lot of loopholes when I was older so I really love that family member like <laughs> <laughs> the lying part would have been if she came and asked you hey did you eat the gummy bears yesterday yeah. and then you're like no, I didn't. Now that's lying. If you said yes, I did. That's telling the truth. So, admitting the uh, like admitting the truth is um is a middle ground, and I like that. Um, let's move on to our last and final question, which is, do you guys believe in faith, or um, do you guys believe you shape your own destiny? Oh man, <laughs> I think fate is a very tricky thing to define right because like in percy jackson it was these three old lady who were ladies who were like knitting literally knitting and so really it's it's just how you see fate right and so the way i see fate is that there are multiple ways fate can go so i don't think there's just one destined path i think it's dependent on your decisions and that's where like you choose your own destiny and stuff like that. I think that is where you come into play. Like fate has many ways you can go and then you're the one who decides which way you want to take almost. I like that. Yeah. But then it also brings up the question of like, were all of these just decided for you before and you're not really making a choice, right? Yeah. I, I believe in fate. I believe everything you do, you do it for a purpose and as much as we like to think we're shaping our own destiny, every single thing that somebody does, they do it for a purpose and it's con connected to something else that somebody else does, whether it's the, your neighbor or the person who's like on, on the other side of the country. That's just what I, I'm a believer, so. <laughs> yes, like for me, like we actually ended up having this discussion when I was in my physics class and we were talking about like, you know, how time is like pre- like time, space time is kind of like already pre-placed. Like time is something that, you know, all you have to do is follow and it's not something that you can really do. And if you were to go back in time, you can't really change it. And if you were to change it, it can self-correct itself. So like, I don't know, we just went to this huge discussion about it. 
Um, but yeah, it kind of reminded me of that discussion. And so like, and it also kind of ties into like free will, right? Like we kind of brought up earlier how it kind of brings up the question, like, is it like, is our life kind of already, I guess, chosen already for us? And it's just our job to figure out which path we're going to um, or which life we're willing to follow. So I feel like free will and like, yeah, pretty much just free will, is a, it's a huge part of it. Like, do you believe that? do we have the ability to make every single choice on our own or is every single choice already kind of made for us and it's only our job to kind of make those choices, to figure out those choices have been made and kind of put them into reality or our version of reality guys this is kind of scary <laughs> like existential questions um yeah uh my opinion is I, it's undecided, but I think like when I think about fate, I don't like thinking about it. Um, okay, I kind of, I do believe that there is, like I do believe that there is some kind of, there's something like better or like there's something greater than this, you know, like, like, well, it's just like what I remind myself, like through the hard times and like maybe I'm feeling really sad one day and I'm like, okay, it's okay because like, you know, there's, there's, there's like a road ahead of you, you know? Um, but when I think about fate, I don't like thinking about it too much because that makes me feel like I can't control anything or like, or at least I don't have a lot of control. Like everything is decided. And I'm like, okay, so if I'm doing this, what's the point of doing this? If like, I don't, it's, if everything's decided for me. And so when I think of this, when something's decided, it's like something it's already made or like the path is already made. But I think maybe what we should think about when we're thinking about fate is that like um, it takes two and it maybe it takes the road, but it also takes your hard work. So instead of thinking of like fate, it will bring me to this place. No, it's like you you have your own your own hobbies and stuff and your own like like passion and stuff. That's and your hard work and everything like that. Well, I don't know about hard work because a lot of people, they work really hard, but they don't get, there's like a lot of inequalities and stuff. But anyway, that's a different conversation. Um, yeah. And then, and then maybe there's that road. So maybe it's like there's the road, but then you're the driving force, the car. Yeah, I like that. It's like another way to look at it is like it is a pre-planned version of your life. But for example, when you're sitting down on your computer, opening up your calendar and planning your day just because you put it there does not mean those things are going to actually come right like you actually have to do them which is a, a nice way to look at it because you're not out here in the world completely alone and lost as to what's going to happen to you there's something out there that knows what's going to happen but you have to actually put in the effort to make that happen mm -hmm. i completely agree i also think that with fate it's important to consider your mindset because fate is something that happens externally, I feel like, right? Um, like your actions, your what happens to you determines your fate, right? And so I think when you consider your mindset in that sense, it's a very different thing. Like you can have like a very shitty life and still be absolutely glowing because you have the mindset that like this isn't going to bring me down, right? Like this isn't what fate has planned for me, say. But in in reality, like, 
there are these people who have very good fortune, like I'm not gonna lie. And, but their mindsets are are very um, negative. And, and so I think that's where you come into play as well, right? That's what I was thinking too. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it actually does. Um, Christine, do you have anything to add? I mean, I'm not to. I'm not actually sure who said this earlier. I still am not able to match the voice with the name yet. <laughs> and someone mentioned how, um, you know, people don't really like to think about fate just because it feels like we can't really control anything. And I feel that's really true. Like humans have this tendency to kind of have the need to control everything that happens in our life which is where stoicism can come in um but yeah I feel like I don't know you know I, people just have a need to control every single aspect of their life but I've never met a single person in my entire life whether it's personally or like through TV or whatever that doesn't have some sort of terrible thing that happened in their life yet some sub or some sort of like amazing thing you know I feel like everyone will have that thing coming and that's kind of what like drives me like you know I've had horrible things happen in my life so I'm working and working and working to hopefully build up that amazing thing that peak of life you know because I feel that's something that everyone will have but I feel that's the only thing that people can really control it's their actions and their thoughts that they can control any environmental kind of scenario I guess that makes sense um can I just like say something like just to respond to that? I think when I I like understand what you what you're saying, like it makes sense. But what I'm thinking about, like, um, like correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm like misinterpreting anything. But like when we're talking about like um, you you feel like you can't you you just need to control what you can, and then you'll eventually get. Like you might have bad things that happen in your life, but you just gotta continue, and you'll get like that that rainbow, you know, um, that um, and just like great goals and stuff. I don't know if that's completely true, or I don't know if I completely agree with that. Just because it's kind of saying, or just from what I'm thinking, it's kind of saying that the basis of 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 success is meritocracy, which basically is like the basis of success is just hard work or just like persevering and stuff and I don't think that's true just because like you know you you see people that are really really poor that work every single day but they never get the success that people that other people that are in the top one percent are born into you know um so yeah just want to add anything yeah like I, I I definitely agree with that um I guess I don't mean I guess not hard work as I meant but more perseverance on that more than perseverance and like things that you love but yeah it's true like even those people don't really get to that top one percent but I also think it has to do with you know the people in the top one percent you know they have all these connections they have all all of this money as well you know they have advantages that I don't think many people can ever have um, even no matter how hard they work, no matter how hard they persevere. So it definitely, society definitely has a huge part of it as well. Um, sadly, society always has a part of everything. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Yeah. But maybe that perspective of like controlling what you can and just working hard 
is good for yourself. Like you, cause like, even if society is against you, if you're just like, well, society is against me, I can't do anything. Maybe that's not the best way to live your life. Cause then like, you know, you're going to, even if it is true, at least your, your life throughout your whole life, you had like, you had a milestone, a milestone, whether you, you uh, hit it or not, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is amazing, guys. I think this is a really good place to end it. For those of you listening, I really want to know what your thoughts are on um, on all the topics that we discussed today. Is truth, um, so is there such thing as, as a truth or and is it relative or subjective? Um, is lying always wrong and when or ever is it okay to lie? And do you shape your own destiny or does everything happen to fate? I'm really curious as to what you guys think. Thank you guys so much for coming on. It was a pleasure um, listening to your thoughts and ideas on these subjects. And once again, this is Philosophical Teens. I am your co-host, Melody. And have a good day, guys. Bye.